Today is Thursday of the fourth week of Easter. It is the memorial of St. Catherine of Siena, Virgin and Doctor of the Church. Our readings today are taken from first reading Acts chapter 13, verses 13 to 25. The Gospel reading is from John chapter 13, verses 16 to 20. My brothers and sisters, the liturgical readings of today are taken from the feast day of St. Catherine of Siena. Therefore, the readings have something to do with the spirit of Christ walking through St. Catherine of Siena. Born a woman as a little girl, raised in the faith, she believed and accepted Christ with her whole heart to the extent that it is said when only seven years old, she made a vow of virginity and afterwards endured bitter persecution for, raise, for refusing to marry. The Lord gave her his heart in exchange for her own heart, communicated her with his own hands and stamped on her body the print of his wounds. I think we should examine our hearts as well as our body to see the evidence of Christ in us. If we passionately believe in Christ, this will be with us. These signs will be with us out of our desire for Christ. For in the world we live today, we need both this kind of radical faith and also the radical sign of Christ in the world. If we seek Christ as St. Catherine sought Christ, we'll be more useful to the church in our day. He is doctor of the church, not because of her education, but because of her faith and devotion and dedication, total dedication to Christ. He who seeks Christ will find him. In the gospel reading of today, Jesus, before he laid down his life, gathered his disciples at the last meal and revealed certain things to them that will help them at the hour of battle in the world. He, as their master, stooped to wash his disciples' feet and then got up and told them, You know, I'm your master, Lord and master. No slave is greater than his master. No messenger is greater than the one who sent him. Those inculcating in their heart that if they are his own, they should know him well enough to represent him in every circumstance, in every circumstances. And he also allotted them what they will experience in the world that might discourage them. That is one 
of the ones he has chosen is the one who will betray him. In fact, the one who is eating, that he will eat from the same dish, will build the one to betray him. He's telling them this so that when there is confusion in their midst, when they see the action of one of them, they may not be discouraged. Rather, they will know that, yes, I am. This is what Jesus told us. My brothers and sisters, this is happening today. The division even in the church today against even the Pope. The Pope tries to pro proclaim and profess the compassion of Jesus to influence the world, to have compassion, to have love. And so he took the name Francis. Yet, even in executing the Second Vatican Council, he's been attacked by members of, his of the hierarchy of the church, even some condemning, declaring Vatican II as an error, longing to go back what I would call the world of, of the, under the kingship of Saul, rejected by God for disobedience. The church hierarchy is even going against the church. The church tried to show mercy to divorced and remarried Catholic, Catholics so that they can communicate with the body of Christ. They can receive communion. But members, some members of the hierarchy says this is a deviation from the doctrine. How can the doctrine of the church be in opposition to the will of Christ to save sinners? If a man kills his wife, he can go to confession and be forgiven and receive communion. But if he spares his wife, but they cannot, because they cannot live together, they are incompatible. Now, they say he has committed unforgivable sin for not killing. For marriage is till death do us part. The fact that church, the church witnessed to a marriage does not mean we have to force death to end it. We must show compassion. The synod failed. Not by strangers, but by members of the church. They were the old, old members of the synod and members of the Catholic faith. The Amazon synod also, they refused to the proposal. At least let women be deacons. Let men be, married men be ordained so that the people can receive the Eucharist. That is the greatest prayer of the church. St. Catherine was a woman, third order of the Dominicans. By her faith, she saved the papacy, restored the true Pope, a woman. Thank God that in their greatest hour, their lowest hour, when you had at least three Popes fighting against each other, and country was able to bring the church to oneness through the power of Jesus, of the Spirit of Christ in her.
Christ did not say she was not a woman. Even though in her humility, she remained a virgin of the church, a virgin of Christ. She did not aspire to be ordained a priest. There are still women in our church, in our day, that Christ, who have given their heart totally to Christ, in faith, that can also save the church, if they are empowered by the church. St. Catherine was empowered by the church. She served as a counselor to kings and queens and to the Pope, Urban VI. And she was able, with her feminine gift, to bring the disobedient cardinals in line. We have a parallel with what is happening in the world today. The world leaders, the secular world is now dictating to the church. What reason has the church not to lead the world other than fearing persecution? Catherine did not fear persecution. The devil did not relent. She had the marks of Christ on her body. She was a stigmatist. That's what it means. The devil fought her, but she gave her heart to Christ and she survived. And because of her, the church survived schism. Christ revealed it is the members of my own body who will fight against me. That is what is happening now. In preaching the word, in today's first reading, the word asked St. Paul, after hearing the word, the synagogue official asked Paul, if anybody has any word of explanation to us, for us, let him do so. So Christ preached the word of, of, of Christ to the Jews, not by force, but by request. The world today is begging the church. If you have an explanation, please bring it to us. And the church knows that Christ is the answer. There's nothing wrong about any science, scientific studies and work. But it should be under God, under Christ, who has come to save us. St. John the Baptist did not usurp the position of Christ, yet he made Christ known. We pray that the members of the church will learn from the teachings of Christ himself, learning to deal with each other how he dealt with Judas, knowing that Judas was going to be, betray him. Let us pray against scandals of the church. Let us pray that the men and women that God has raised in the church to lead the church will be held by the church so that together the church might be served as the servant of Christ and savior of the world.